0: hello everyone welcome to the first episode of the starting five podcast i'm ellie darren jack jonah no and,
1: and noir
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's our own he's our uh, tech guy he was, he was being a little special this morning but it's fine we got everything under control um you're gonna be hearing our names a lot you're probably gonna be hearing my name you're probably hear me talk the most jonah probably the least jack and darren probably a solid amount and noir whenever he's talking just Close your ears, because it's probably going to be something stupid. Um, So, without further ado, we're going to go with our yes, top sir. QBs. We're going to go 10 through 6. We're going to start off with Jonah. Jonah's going to say his 10 through 6.
2: So, at number 10, I have Dak Prescott, 9, Josh Allen, 8, Kyler Murray, 7, Tom Brady, and 6, Matt
0: Ryan. All right, fair list. I got a little longer. Uh, number 10, I have Dak Prescott. At number 9, I got Carson Wentz. Hear me out. So why did I put Carson over Dak or anyone with a win this season? Um, if you give Carson Wentz any other guy in his top 10 list weapons, he's moving up at least two spots. We saw what he did in 2017 with a washed Tory Smith, Bad Nelson Aguilar, Mediocre Jay, Jay, LeGarrette Blunt, and Corey Clement, not to mention a banked-up O-line every season for his first four years. Uh, we'll go deeper into the Wentz versus Dak debate in the near in the near future, but it's not a debate. <laughs> for, for now, Wentz has uh Pres- Prescott has Cooper Gallup, Lamb, Zeke, and a healthy O-line, and they barely beat a Falcons team who nearly lost to the damn Bears. How can you put him above Wentz, who had who hasn't had Jeffrey for all three weeks, Sanders for one week, Jackson and Goddard both getting hurt ten minutes into week three, Brandon Brooks all-pro right guard after the season, starting left tackle Andre Dillard, who sat behind Jason Peters for a year after the season. Pro Bowler Lane Johnson after week one. Jalen Rigger after the first two weeks is expected to miss six to eight weeks. He cannot catch a break. There's definitely skill there. He just needs better pieces. Number eight, I got Josh Allen playing well. Number seven, Drew Brees. He's he's aging. He's he's aging a little bit. You know, we did not think that happened, but he's aging a little bit. Number six, I got Kyler Murray. I was never the biggest Kyler Murray fan, but if I'm being honest, um I his Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson like flashes in game have really had me adoring the falcons this year and the hopkins kyler connection it works all
1: right i'll go next i'm not a big football guy but you know don't flame me for my takes okay at number 10 i got Dak. nine got Kyler murray eight josh allen seven jared goff and six cam newton
0: all right i'd like to sincerely apologize jonah pointed it out i did call the Cardinals, the Falcons, they are the Cardinals. They're both Red Birds. They're, right. they're both Red Birds. Yeah, right. I think it's okay. Now let's do Jack's
3: So, for me, first, I'm going to go off and prove how Carson Wentz is not a top 10 quarterback right now. Okay. If you look at his stats this year, he's 29th in QBR, 33rd in passer rating. He's
0: got a receivers, core and O-line.
1: So, is but... Sam Darnold, like, like, if he had weapons, would he be a top 5 QB in the league?
0: This year, take Sam Darnold's receivers over Carson Wentz. He
1: literally has nobody right he now. He has
0: Berrios, Perriman, and Krager, all healthy. Uh,
1: Ber- okay. E- did, healthy. I, did I mention <laughs> the fact that
0: the Eagles had one healthy receiver practice yesterday? Who was that? Greg Ward Jr. Jackson's third? out. Jeffrey's out. Ortega Whiteside was out. John Hightower was out. Deontay Burnett was out. Jalen Rager was out.
3: Yeah, but for top 10 quarterbacks, it's how they're playing, it's not on it's who their based, receivers are. But
0: it's based off you can't base it off that it's like saying oh because uh let's say this okay Jameis Winston last year had the most touchdowns in the football right because he had Godwin Evans on his team does that make him the best quarterback in football
3: or you could say that Mike Evans and Godwin are the reason that the reason that they're good was because the Buccaneers passed so much and they aired it out so
0: much right but if you give a guy such good targets, obviously he will look better and his stats look better on paper. I mean, you watch the film of Dak versus Wentz. Wentz, in my opinion, does everything better than him. But he has, but Dak stays in the pocket for longer, and Dak sometimes, sometimes, my bad, has better decision making. Wentz is, I think, Wentz is a better scrambler than him. Wentz is a better improviser than him. Wentz is a better, has a stronger arm than him. There's no debate there, and I think Wentz is more accurate than him. Wentz just does not have the receivers that Dak has.
3: But just if you look at the rating, that's just how you're playing. He's 33rd. There's only 32 teams in the league. That's 32 starting quarterbacks. That means he's worse than the back of this year. And I would say the just Eagles on that receivers stat. this year. I
0: would say the start the Eagles receivers have had this year is the worst in
3: football. Yeah, but look who he has at tight end.
0: Well, Goddard's now hurt. You can't you can't just throw the whole offense into a tight end. That never works. Look at some of the past the best tight ends of the past 10 years, Kelsey. Always had always had a solid offense around him.
3: No, because he was either in 20... I'm not sure if he was their starting tight end back then, but it was either in between 2013, 2014, 2015, there was one season where the Chiefs, they had zero wide receiver receiving touchdowns that year.
0: Uh, and, did they, and did they wait the playoffs?
3: I think they made the playoffs one of those years.
0: Okay, fair enough, but... I have another Dak stat versus Wentz that it's in the future, but we'll let Jack continue with
3: list. Also, if you look at Kittle, the 49ers don't have great receivers, but the reason why their offense O-miner. is good is a lot on their passing game is because of Kittle and how he's been playing.
0: And their running game, too. They have, they, they're have a very unique running game. They bring in a bunch of solid guys and they mix around the shares, and that's what the Eagles did when they won the Super Bowl with Sproles and Clement and Blunt and the Giants. They giant. both had Kittle
2: and Earths blocking. Urch is not a blocker. Kittle's better than a solid amount of tight ends.
0: Not really blocking. Kittle's a great blocker. Yeah, Kittle's a great blocker, but Dallas Goddard is the Eagles. In my opinion, Dallas Goddard's a better tight end than Zach Ertz is right now, and I take Dallas Goddard in the future over Urch.
3: That is a crazy take.
0: If you yeah. <laughs> I mean, just Goddard. Goddard. look at <laughs> Zach
3: Ertz's the stats, they're ten times better than Dallas Goddard.
0: You're just talking about stats. You can't just talk about stats. You know Dallas Goddard's PFF ranking last year was fourth out of all tight ends?
3: And where was Zach Ertz?
0: Zach Ertz was seven, Because he's that's a bad it. blocker. Zach Ertz takes that's bad penalties. Once Zach Ertz gets hurt a lot. Dallas Goddard's a great on the line. He's fast on Ertz. He could break up more tackles than Ertz if you watch the games. And yes, while Carson Wentz does target Ertz, tar- does target Ertz more than he targets God- Goddard, Goddard is still more efficient than him. He's doing He's doing what... Birds can too, both of them can catch well, I just think Goddard blocks way better than that. that's the difference, go on.
3: Fine. Next I'm going to say how Kyler Murray is not, I don't think, he's a great fancy quarterback, but I just don't think he's top 10 in
2: overall. Because he's agree with that, because he can run like a top 5, probably top 3 rushing quarterback in the league, um, he's great accuracy. And now that he has, he didn't really have great receivers before. Now that he has Hopkins, he's a chance to show that he could throw the ball downfield to a good receiver. They
0: did lose to the Lions though. They are two and one though. They're two, they're two and one, but they they beat a San Francisco team. Well, I think people are overrating. And who who did they beat this year? They beat
1: the. Uh, hold on, hold on. It oh, they beat the the football team. The
0: Washington football. My team. my Carson Wentz did not do well against, but again, bang, banged up wide receivers.
1: Yeah, Haskins had two hundred
0: twenty three
2: and yards he
3: had, ten and touchdowns. Okay, so three. Jonah just said that uh, Kyler Murray's very good accuracy. He's twenty first in completion percentage. And who is wide receivers? DeAndre Hopkins has really really high completion. When he's thrown the ball, he. Rarely, uh, rarely, rarely drops Just it.
2: Just to throw the
0: ball away a solid amount
2: of the time because he doesn't have a great goal line. But and when you're rolling
0: out, you should. When you're fast enough to roll
2: out like that, you should have enough time. But a lot of the times, he probably throws the ball
0: away more, a lot of more times. Than he most threw. 30. He threw three picks last week against the bottom five defense in football. I I don't think anyone else can argue that the Detroit lines are not a bottom five. Look, I had I Murray kind of at six, not because of the most recent Jackson. I think that Kyler Murray. Um, I think that he's 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 young enough that you can just say based on how he's playing at how old is he twenty two three,
3: um, something like sure. that. Uh,
0: yeah. He's something like that. No,
3: second he's year. He's producing
0: like that in his second year. He's able to run the ball well. He's able to improvise the play and keep the play going with, like Jonas said, terrible Jet?
1: All- yeah, he's twenty three.
0: He's twenty three. Yeah. Terrible on. All- he's twenty three years old and he's right now he's. Tied for first place in, Aniltho's oh, he's running. in second place.
2: Aniltho had a good running back. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah. I, he's I, in I, He's in second place in I mean, the can, best division of football
1: this year. Andre Drake is a good running back. He just hasn't scored a touchdown
3: this season, really. <laughs> he's <laughs> on the fan team. He's been well, trash. We're looking <laughs> at the top 10, <laughs> ten rankings of right now. We're not looking at top ten right. rankings where we think they'd be in five years.
0: True, but I think that... I think he's... I think,
3: I think right now, he has had really good games so far in his career. But I just think that there are guys ahead of him that deserve to be ahead of him right now based on what they've done. So enough with the talk about why I'm disproving your guys' point. I'm going to go into my rankings. For me, I have a tie in 10th place between Jared Goff and Matt Ryan. Jared Goff has gone on really unnoticed. The Rams have had a really, really good offense this year. He's eighth in rating, tenth in completion percentage, seventh in QBR, and eighth in yards. If you don't think those don't make a top ten quarterback in the league right now, then you're just wrong. Then I have Matt Ryan. Yeah, the Falcons have blown two huge leads and choked those games. Yeah, I
2: agree with that, but like yeah, so that's on the defense, those two chokes mostly. So fair, so fair. I would also, yeah, also much. My- yeah,
3: it's on the defense, it's not on him. The Falcons right now are sixth in scoring. That's higher than the Cowboys and the Saints. Who I have both their and quarterback. He him. Yeah. That's why I think he's he's tenth. He's third in yards also. Ninth, I have Deshaun Watson. Yeah, he's been struggling this year. But if you look at him last year, he was all pro for a reason. And what I'm giving him I have him way higher. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs>
0: I got Deshaun Watson in my top
3: five. Same. I don't because of his production this year. The guy has the guy four has touchdowns.
0: He O-line. he has a coach. that he lost his best. He has receiver. a coach who has a coach that probably couldn't even coach a, a 7 u football team. He has like him. a sixty-year-old running back. He's got no running
2: game. He has no pieces. No running.
0: Game. He's got three receivers that are washed. Three receivers three. are washed. Fuller is always always tears ACL every season. Will Fuller is um. He's just not it anymore. Brandon, Brandon Cooks? Not really. And who's a Kenny Stills I come think on. we're forgetting David Johnson. <laughs> get <laughs> out of here, Moyer. He had Dave. one good week in
2: fantasy.
3: I just think that because of his production this year, he's not. It's been
2: three weeks and he's just lost his best. What do based season. on production?
0: So they're I'm 0 and 3. No
3: if you look at their offense this year, they had like 13 points through three quarters against the Chiefs. And then they scored. Who
0: they played? You want to talk about who they played? They played the defending Super Bowl champions the number one defense in football, in my opinion, and they play the Steelers defense, who I think is the number two defense in football so far. They've had the toughest schedule in football, and there is no debate about that so far. they played the defending Super Bowl champions, some people's favorites to win the Super Bowl this year, and a defense that if their offense was slightly better, I think I would have them as potential Super Bowl contenders, And they're Super actually- contenders. Right,
3: Those are fair points, but there's a reason why we're giving different rankings, because it's not all collective. So, eighth, I have Dak Prescott. He's He's the leader in yards right now. He's 8th in QBR and has 5 touchdowns. And the Cowboys have the 8th highest scoring offense in the league. Seventh, I have Josh Allen. Well, I think right now you could definitely say that he's better than Dak Prescott. hes They have a 3-0 record. They're first in the division. And he, way,
0: worse weapons. way worse
3: weapons. Way worse weapons, but they are getting better. He has Anything Stephon wrong Diggs wrong. this year. Yeah, without the fumbles against the Jets. Without the fumbles,
0: I think he's, he was, yeah. Yeah, without the fumbles yeah, well, and his accuracy. Look, I think all of us I think all of us have Mahomes, Watson, Murray, Allen. Not that, most of us have Dak, too. And I have Wentz. Those guys are all pretty young. We're, we're pretty lucky with our quarterbacks right now. Yeah, the only We've got, we've got up, a pretty good young quarterback. The
1: only old guy up there, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, whatever. And, and Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is definitely awesome. aging.
3: So Josh Allen, he's second in passing yards right now, second in touchdowns. He has a ten and one touchdown interception ratio. He's top ten in completion percentage, which he's improved a lot from last year. They made the wild card last year. They were or they ten and six last year. And if you look at their wide receivers, John Brown was the number one receiver last year. and now team they team have Stefan Diggs, team. so I think that Josh Allen. I had originally I had him in my top five, ten
0: and six, were ten
3: and five. but I am gonna give uh, veterans over him, which we will get to you soon.
0: All right, now Jack, is that was that your six? Or?
3: Six, I have Tom Brady. He's under he underachieved last year for his standards, but I mostly. Yeah, so I'm giving him a little bit of a way that he is. I still think he's top six. Could argue that he's top five, even when he's 43 years old. Uh, I'm giving this pretty much off of his career and how he's still good. What was his 22nd season? It's just ridiculous how he's still in the league, still playing well, over some guys who are aging and they aren't as good anymore, like you could say Phillip Rivers.
0: All right, now, Jack, you give us your top five. We're going to go your five, Giants five, my five, Jonas five, and then three.
3: Yeah, just one. the number five. Just number five, I have Drew Brees. He's struggling a bit this year, but last year when he was healthy, he was great. And there was a reason why the Saints were that high in the NFC last year. And right now, even though I still have Lamar Jackson better than him, Drew Brees has a better completion percentage, more yards more passing yards than Lamar has passing and rushing combined and he has more touchdowns all
1: right I got Sean Watson um that's all I really have to say about him I mean he's throwing three Ellie said what he said schedule is tough no weapons yep
0: yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna side with Darren on this one his football knowledge is definitely not (laughs) as high as some people um you
1: know We'll get back into it.
0: Yeah, he, he, Darren, Darren. Look, I beat him in fantasy last week because my team, my team, did put up one seventy. But I got better record though. I got. <laughs> all right, we're not going to talk about what happened in week two. Of my team. We'll talk about that another time. All right, Jonah, coach, your number five.
2: Um, I also have Breeze at number five. I think that he might not be having his greatest season, but Michael Thomas has been hurt, um, and Kamara's been insane. So um they're giving him the ball a lot and at four i have lamar we all know what he could do running the ball i don't think he's fully proved what he could do throwing so maybe he could get higher if he, he was
1: the MVP last year so I'm, i mean if yeah. maybe he's not the best thrower in the league but
2: he's still saying if he gets better at throwing i think he could be top two
0: i got lamar at four as well um i've always been saying this for a while You've probably never heard it from anyone that works at ESPN or Yahoo or wherever, but I think Lamar Jackson is the fourth best quarterback in the NFL, but I think he's the fourth best player in the NFL, which means I think his ability to run and pass is not again, for a quarterback, running should not come should not come before your passing ability. Your passing ability, your running ability should be aside from your passing ability. It should be, you know, a treat that if you can do well, that is great, but I think you've got to be able to pass well first. Mark Jackson has been able to pass well. Don't get me wrong. But I think that he's the fourth best player in the NFL, but he's the fourth best quarterback as well. I think I would have Lamar Jackson way higher on the um I'd have him over Aaron Rodgers on the list of quarterbacks in the NFL and other players in the NFL, but I think I got him at four at quarterback because pure quarterbacks is based off of, you know, passing mostly.
1: I think I would disagree with that in the fact that yes, quarterback, you assume that um that they throw the ball, right? But I mean, whoever gives you the most production and does the best for your team and helps you win the game. So I have Aaron Rodgers at four. Um, Lamar Jackson's at my three. But, yeah, that's
3: what I think. I agree with Darren. I think that Rodgers deserves to be four. He's been on fire this year. He has nine touchdowns already. Packers have looked amazing, 3-0 start. But I do think that Lamar is better than him. He's coming off unanimous MVP last year. He is a bit of a slow start statistically this year and struggled against the Chiefs, but I think he'll quickly bounce back. And a fun fact, this is why I think he's a top three quarterback in the league. He's only lost three regular season games since taking over the starting job in Baltimore, and two of those games have been against the Chiefs.
1: Yeah, okay. Uh, Yeah, I said I had Lamar also. Um, Not much else to say. I mean, he didn't look great against the Chiefs, obviously, um, but they got killed. Uh, off the line got killed, They just got killed, and I mean,
0: yeah. Uh, at three, I have Aaron Rodgers, Went off to a really good start. He beat New Orleans. Yes, uh, the Saints were missing Michael Thomas, but he was missing He was missing Devontae Adams in that game. He had Alan Lazard and Marcus Valdez-Gantling as his wide receivers, as opposed to Traquan Smith, Alvin Kamara, and Emmanuel Sanders there for Drew Brees.
2: Three, I have Deshaun Watson. Uh, last year, he was great, and this year, yeah, he hasn't been as good. But uh, I think he lost a lot of his weapons, including. A Wait, top... so you
1: put you put Deshaun over Lamar. Yeah. But like, he I understand. I just think he's a, like I oh, he's a better quarterback.
2: He's
0: a better passer.
1: I think he's just he's a better the, quarterback. Better okay, but,
2: but. Yeah. Okay, and then number two, I have Russell Wilson. He's been. Maybe the best, probably the best quarterback this season, and he's been dominant for the last
0: while, so, yeah. At number two, I've got Patrick Mahomes. Ooh. I'm gonna get a lot of hate for this. Ooh. Um, uh, I'll explain my reasoning for uh, Russell Wilson at one, so, Darren.
1: Okay, okay, I have Russell Wilson at two. Um. Yes he should be one because of what he's done this season, but I don't know how long it's going to last. So, If he continues, he could take that one spot.
3: I have him also number two, Russell Wilson. I have him over Lamar because he's way more proven in the playoffs. He has 14 touchdowns compared to Lamar's five. He has more yards, better completion percentage, and a better record than Lamar. Number one, I think for me, this should be a no-brainer. No stats needed for Patrick Mahomes. Super Bowl MVP and MVP in the in his first two years, 50 touchdowns as a rookie, and was hurt for a free few weeks last year. This week, this year has been pretty much on fire. I think that there's almost no chance of slowing down the Chiefs off, offense this year. So that's why I think Patrick Holmes should be undoubtedly the number one QB in
1: the league. Agreed. Um, what he did last week, or this week, last week against the Ravens
2: was amazing. I He looked like the best quarterback in the league, period. I also have Mahomes, nothing more to say than what they just said. Now Ellie with his interesting decision. Hot take.
0: Decision. I have Russell Wilson at one. Listen, Russ is a better runner than him. He's a better improviser than him. I think he's more accurate than him. He's got a more accurate deep ball than him. He's faster than him. He never gets hurt. Uh, he's been in the league for how many years now, Jack? Ten? Eight, nine. Yeah, eight, nine years. He never gets hurt. He's, He's... One of the most durable quarterbacks ever uh, like I've ever seen. He is a better IQ than him. He has a worse O line. His wide receivers are probably better. But he's a worse head end. He's a worse coach. He is debatably worse defense. Well, I think Mahomes will have a better career than him, uh, because he has as many rings as him as he already as uh, he already has and he has one more MVP than him. I At the moment Russell Wilson is doing way better, uh, with Metcalf Lockett and Carson than Mahomes is doing with Kelsey Hill and Hiller, which doesn't really make sense. Um, All right, we go with our NBA finals predictions. Current, I before the Rockets got uh, Rocks, my, the Miami Heat got walloped by injuries. I had the Heat in seven because I think Jimmy Butler is pretty good. Ba- He's a pretty good basketball player. Uh, Tyler is also a really good shooter. I did not know how the Lakers would defend him. The only reason they defended Harrow in game one is because they didn't have to worry about Butler and Dragic. Oh, Butler came back, but they didn't have to worry about Dragic and Bam as much because they were hurt. But I think that Tyler Harrow is so dynamic, scoring the ball, I think he can do everything scoring. I think he'll hit a floater, he'll hit a step back three, he'll drive to the hoop. I think Tyler Harrow is really good, and I also think Bam out of is one of the most underrated defenders in the NBA. Not only underrated player, but I think he's the most underrated defenders in the NBA. So before injuries, I had the Heat in seven, but now I'm going to have to go Lakers in six.
2: Um, I think we're all probably going to say the Lakers, so, like, just what happened game one with the injuries and the Lakers just destroyed them, and Anthony Davis played great, LeBron played, like, he usually plays, always playing good, um, so, yeah, I think probably Lakers in five or six. Alright, before the series, I had
1: uh, Lakers in six, now... I'd be surprised. Actually, I wouldn't be surprised. He could take one, maybe, off like an off chance game. Like, maybe they'll take one. Um, but, I mean, with the injuries, I mean, Dragic is probably out the series. Bam, I forget, it was a like shoulder strain, I believe, in MRI. He's doubtful for game two. By the way, this is after game one, not game two. Um, and who else am I missing here? Who else got hurt? Uh, oh, Jimmy, no, and Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler, he played the rest of the game. But yeah, he, he clearly hurt himself. Like, that was a serious injury, no doubt, and he's not going to be 100%. Um, yeah.
2: So. Lakers and four for
3: Jack. <laughs> <laughs> so before the series, I had Lakers in six. I agree with Darren a little bit on what he said. I just thought that the Lakers' size compared to Miami gave them a huge advantage. Because right. if you look at Miami's size, their only center that plays is Bam. And he's six foot nine. The sure. Lakers, if they run... Uh,
0: they got Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder's stronger than LeBron. I'm kidding.
3: <laughs> so besides be Bam, Miami doesn't really have anyone that could really defend Anthony Davis well. And you saw that in Game 1. They, there was no stopping AD no matter what they threw at him. And... Especially if the Lakers run big and they run Davis at the power forward and then they either have Dwight Howard or JaVale at the center. Then you're going to have to have a smaller guy guard either Davis or McGee slash Howard. So I just thought that there's no way Miami could keep up with the Lakers height. And also, I just think that Miami's way too inexperienced, especially when it comes to the finals. They have Duncan Robinson, was he second year player? Uh
1: second year yeah, yeah, that's right.
3: Second year player, Tyler Harrow, rookie, Jimmy Butler, he is probably the third most experienced, but the farthest he's gone before this was I think the second round of the playoffs.
1: No, well he was with the Sixers in the East Con.
3: Oh yeah, right, 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 right,
1: right.
2: The so yeah, yeah, furthest he's
3: been he I don't think he's ever been to the conference finals before this. And then you have Kendrick Nunn. Yeah, he's not the starter anymore. He still plays a lot of minutes for the Heat. He's also a rookie. And I mean, yeah, Kendrick Nunn and Tyler Harrell is they are
1: great offensively, defensively. I mean, it's it's the the break between the two is crazy. Um, the so stat was going around after Game One. Tyler Harrell had a plus minus of what was it minus thirty? Minus thirty five. Which is minus thirty five, which is crazy. I don't know how many points he had, obviously. The team itself was missing their pieces, but minus 35, I believe that was the single lowest plus-minus in NBA Finals history.
0: All right, now our final segment of episode one, our hot take of the day that we're all going to discuss. I'm going to say for episode one, then we're just going to keep going around. We're going to make a rotation. I think the Brooklyn Nets will finish out of the top four in the East next season. All right. All right. All right. Let Let me intake that.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Recently, the news that came out, Kyrie was talking about how the coaching between the team would be like, oh, Kyrie could coach, Kevin Durant could be the coach, Steve Nash, um, who's their assistant, the assistant coach? Jack Vaughn. Jack Vaughn, right? That does not sound like a good idea. I mean, basically, Kyrie saying, hey, I found a coach that can coach me because I'm uncoachable. So basically, they're, I'm uncoachable, and we'll see what we can do with that. Um I don't know. Like, we have to see what happens next season. Maybe it'll work. Maybe it'll work. Maybe Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are just too good to, to struggle. Um, outside of the top four, I it's tough. With those two players and the rest of the team, they just have a good team. I mean, they're so good. If Kevin Durant comes back even 90 80% of what he was last season, I don't see that happening.
0: Yeah, um... I forgot to mention the four teams that I think can finish better than him. I think that. Oh, the Bucs? The Bucs? The
1: Buc has won. Certainly.
0: Celtics. I think the Celtics can. Uh, I think Miami can. And then I'm not going to say the Sixers yet because I have no clue what they're yeah, going to do this offseason. Look, I don't know what they're going to do this offseason. They could make some crazy moves, they could completely flip around their team. But the rumors flying around being that Manchester Harold to Toronto, has anyone else seen that? I did not see that. I, know, not see I that? know he's going somewhere. But he I lost, think, he lost a ton of money in the playoffs, by the way. He I think Montres, yeah, I think Montres Harrow, if Montres Harrell makes his way to Toronto, or, Mon, or Toronto just acquires a big man to take over from Arkansas, who just retired from the NBA. going to uh, Spain. Yeah, he's going to Spain. I think that Toronto, if they can re sign Van Vliet on a reasonable contract. He's going to the next
1: 22 million. You heard it here first.
0: Okay, for the Knicks to go 17 and <laughs> what? 65? Look,
1: what I'll take it.
0: Um, yeah, so I think if they can re-sign, I believe on something reasonable, they've got Lowry for one more year, I believe. Siakam for I think three more years. Yeah,
1: but Siakam,
0: Siakam's got to step, step up his well, game. <laughs> all right, all right. right I think if they got, if they can, you know, if, I think they could run it back, plus bring in a center that can take over for Marcus who's definitely better than Marcus Ald, because Marcus well, like four or two years old. Mean, he's six eight,
3: six nine, six ten the most. Yeah, and running him at center, you saw it didn't really work. With
0: yeah, Rafters. and with the
1: the, the Raptors team, Marcus All is one of the best. Not anymore. He's one of the better defensive NBA centers the league has had, um, and he's a big dude who plays defense.
0: Montrezl Harrell struggles on defense. But you I think Nick Nurse, Nick Nurse, this is this is something we can all we can all agree on. Nick Nurse is an excellent defensive coach.
2: He has made that team yeah.
0: into one of the yes. top defensive teams in the league, and I think that he can develop Montrezl Harrell into a better defender. Jonah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I
2: just think that people are forgetting how good Kevin Durant is, and he might probably is the best offensive player in the league. Um, you can't stop him. He could shoot from anywhere. He could drive, and also Kyrie, great point guard. I mean, they're two of the top ten players in the league. At any point. Like Kyrie, you put him on top ten right now. because He's hurt. Kevin Durant,
1: he still he still is in there even with he's hurt. I'm you not, know, he's I'm so not good. putting Kyrie in my pocket. Okay. Yeah, I mean, not now. Not now. But he. More. Not right now. But he can easily be a top ten player in the league at any point in time.
2: And those two guys together is dangerous. So. Also, the Nets made at least the bubble, the playoffs. The yeah. Without, Without either, either of those in. guys, so yeah, but you can just see how their team three. is so deep. Like
1: Kara, I don't know what Carislevert, what Spy is gonna be in next year. But he's such a good guy to have in your rotation. Okay. DeAndre Jordan's gonna be starting center. Isn't Dinwiddie a free agent? Dinwiddie is he a free agent? I just saw him say something. He might be a free agent. Um, but yeah,
0: yeah. But again, the rumors have been flying around that they may make a run at Bradley Beal in a trade offer. Uh, Which yes. they would
3: have to give up at least one of, if not both, of Dinwiddie and LeVert. Carice LeVert would be gone. and, well, and be at, at least the first round. I'm game. not
0: so high on Carice LeVert. I don't know about you guys, but let's hear what Jack has to say because Jack has been waiting patiently to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I think
3: what Jordan said about how the nets were still able to make the playoffs if you just looked at the bottom of the east like after the top 6 teams it completely fell off huge drop off. I mean the, the magic huge. were in the playoffs this year
1: the orlando magic we're getting about the
0: wizards, about the wizards. If john wall comes back again that's that's, asking, that's a lot it's yeah, saying that's, a lot but if john wall can come back to his twenty-six, how long is that's that been a while, 2 3 <laughs> yeah, years if he can come back look that I'm, I'm taking I'm taking a slightly washed up John Wall and a great Bradley Beal over a Magic team any day of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would,
1: I'd say that too. Yeah. Well,
3: we also we don't really know how John Wall is so going to play t- yeah. with that
1: well, Pacers are different. Sabonis was in the playoffs. I think they'll easily get a spot within the top six. This and, year. I mean, next year, dude, they've got the, the best player in the NBA right t- now. If Oladipo, they've got TJ Warren. I mean, T.J. T.J. TJ Warren. T.J. I don't T.J. know. TJ Warren. If he plays like bubble, bubble TJ Warren, bubble TJ Warren with DeMonte Sabonis. You know,
2: they could do something. And if Oladipo is healthy. But probably not, honestly. Yeah, He
3: probably won't be, but... I just think for the Pacers, it's too risky to say how good they're going to be. They just fired their coach, who I thought did not deserve that at all. I think that Nate McMillan's a fantastic coach. Going on with the Nets, I think that is also really, really risky to even, like, predict where they're going to be. Because we don't know how well Kyrie and Katie are going to play together. We don't know how good KD is going to be coming off of Achilles injury who when you look at the guys who have re- tried to recover from Achilles injury almost none of them Kobe we did it Kobe yeah, but, did it, but significantly same. fell the same. off yeah. never seen yeah. so Achilles injury is one of those injuries in your career that it's pretty much guaranteed that you're not that you're going to be a step below where you were so i just think it's too risky to judge how KD is going to be Playing next year, but I do think that they could definitely be top four. Probably, I think they could be top two in the East if all goes
0: well with them. Mm-hmm. All right, um, that'll do it for episode one. Coming up next week or next episode, I should say, because we may have a double release this week. Um, we've team. got our top ten point guards. Which that one, you guys, gotta sit back, sit tight. High. It's gonna be, it's gonna be violent. I mean, you guys won't see it on camera. Um because we're obviously social distancing. But, I mean, Darren may throw hands with the air. Um, Jack, I I, mean, I I, think Jack's got, like, LeBron at one. Even though we said LeBron's not a point guard, I just think oh, Jack's got LeBron he's
3: Not there, I'll give you that. Okay,
0: fine. <laughs> but we've got point guards next week. We've got um, a question that I think is going to get also pretty interesting. Um, would you rather an elite offense and a mediocre defense or a mediocre offense and an elite defense? Um so yeah, that'll do it for episode one. We'll see you guys episode two. Check out our Instagram at starting the starting no, at starting five podcast. Um, yeah.